Imposter syndrome is said to be higher in women than it is in men. And I, I believe so much that's because of how much women are put down and conditioned to, to put, to push themselves down and to, to make themselves small to allow room for other people in their lives. You know, mm-hmm. um, I, I also grew up in a very religious community and I grew up in a, in a, you know, I, I remember in my first marriage, I was, I was also married twice. Um, but in my first marriage, um, I was living far away from my parents, from my mom, and my ex, my ex was like living really close to his parents. And then we both moved away to a town that was like in between his parents and mine. And every weekend he would run to go to see his parents because it was just like all about his family. And I remember I complained to my mom once and I was like, why is it always about his family? And my mom was like, oh, you shouldn't talk like that. It's his family. So apparently, so that was like her way of saying, make yourself small. His family is more important than yours. Welcome to Break Through This with your host, Hannah Pillow. If you don't know me, I am... Wow, what am I? (laughs) I am a lot of things. So you might know me from the podcast Refreshingly Human, which is now called Break Through This, because we are breaking through shit on this podcast. Uh, Or maybe you know me from my business initiative, on see human first which has i have put to rest as you will see in my last podcast episode i say exactly why i put that business to rest and we are starting a new initiative breakthrough this (laughs) so much energy y'all but i am so excited um for this new venture So I'll just reintroduce myself for everyone who's listening. I am Hannah Pillow and I help independent-minded people, mindful people who want to flex their resilience and just work on being more resilient so that you can break through anything that comes up in your life. Because you know what? I've been in all the therapy. I've been in therapy since I was six years old and lost my dad. (laughs) That's how long I've been in therapy for. Um, And I've been in therapy all my life. I've gone for all the therapies um, in different countries as well. Uh, I've done it in person. I've done it online. And I've reached a point in my life where I was... My therapist actually told me. He told me this. He's like, Hannah, you have like qualified from therapy like you don't need therapy anymore this was my last therapy session um because that's how resilient how much resilience i've built up through the years and on this podcast i want to get into the nitty-gritty of what is resilience how uh, you know situations that people are breaking through and how we can break through the shit and why we need to build on our resilience as well. So this episode is really important in the, in the uh, highlighting resilience because Laura comes from a point of view that if we don't fucking try something, we will never know whether we can or can't do that thing. So the fear of trying can hold us back. But if we are resilient enough to fail 
then we can actually step up the ladder faster than we need to. Now, Laura is talking about things from the point of view of starting a new business. But I want you to think if you are not a business owner, that's okay. I want you to listen to this episode and I want you to think about something in your own life that you tried to change or you try to start so say for example you're stuck in a job that you hate uh, and you're finding patterns in that job that just don't resonate with you or say for example you are trying to you've been trying to start a new career for ages and you're just stuck and you again finding patterns that you're not really seeing so maybe you're not finding the patterns the patterns are there and you're just ignoring them ignoring the signs ignoring the nudges ignoring the patterns that are coming up and maybe you are doing the classic trying the same thing over and over and expecting different results the definition of insanity (laughs) i wanted to keep all this in mind as you explore laura's story and yeah i mean i've just got so many stories of my own to tell and um, I think one of the biggest ones that relate to this episode is the fact that Laura talks about how we need to just go out there and do and try and expect to fail in some ways. So for example, um, I started the Refreshingly Human podcast about two years ago now And I started this podcast as a hobby, you know, Um, it was just like a passion project that I started on the side. And I I started it while trying to find a career that worked for me, you know, like I wasn't, I wasn't happy in my day job. I've reached the pinnacle of my day job and, you know, I, 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 there was no more room for me to get promoted. I also was beginning to feel undervalued there, um, And I think that that's the case with any time we work for somebody, there's always a limit to what we can do when we're working for somebody else, right? And I always felt called to do something independently. The signs in my life all pointed that I should be working independently. Uh, And so I started Refreshingly Human podcast to dip my toes and see if podcasting was a way for me to become more independent, right? Uh, and I just dived in y'all like I had no experience of anything online like legit nothing I had like I had like these naive expectations of what would happen when I start my podcast and I thought like oh my god I'm like so amazing and my story is super awesome and everyone will just want to listen to me and reality hit that was not the case, obviously. Uh, I got obsessed with the numbers. I got um, demotivated seeing other people getting like amazing numbers right from the start. Uh, but you know what? I, I kept trying and I kept learning and I grew refreshingly human to quite a sizable, engaged audience. So hi, all of my loyal listeners from the Refreshingly Human podcast. If you are still listening to Breakthrough That, I love you guys. You are the reason I am back to podcasting, trust me. But yeah, I I was doing things like in the complete reverse order. So I started the podcast. I had no idea who my audience was, uh, who my target audience should be, what my overall message was. I just started, you know, and as I started, I started learning more and more about niche audiences and target markets and all the things that that you would need to know to grow your podcast. Um, And as I learned, I implemented and I implemented and 
And it was quite a journey, but I also learned that to make uh, a living out of podcasting is complicated or okay, not complicated, but strategic. And I didn't come in with that strategic mindset to begin with. So I thought that I had to stop podcasting and start a new business, which is why the C Human First initiative started. And I mentioned in the last episode why that didn't work out. But again, I I dived headfirst into the business world uh, with very little knowledge. But damn, did I learn a lot from that experience. So this is is all in line of resilience. So now I am starting Breakthrough This. I've got so much experience that I'm building up into it. And that is why I now present to you this new initiative. So I hope you enjoy Laurie's story and I hope that you will keep your own stories in mind as you listen to what she has to share with us as well. So enjoy the last part of Laurie's story. Remember, this is a three part episode and this is the final part of Laurie's journey. So I think like the next question you've already touched on is a little bit, but maybe we can like dive into it a little bit more. But um, can you tell us about the beginning of your journey, of your entrepreneurial journey? And um, what were your fears, your nerves, the imposter syndrome, and what helped you push through all of that? Um, I think my fears, I had I had a fear of failure, but I also had a fear of success because yes. I wasn't sure what it looked like to, to be successful doing this. I had nothing in my, I didn't have a picture I was working towards. So I was like, well, what if it is really overwhelming? What if I can't like get a handle on it? And what if it's like, what if I hate it and all these different things? And, I'm, and then of course we get into the money mindset, you know, that mind trash of like, you know, I grew up not, not financially stable really. So I had a lot of like, well, mm-hmm. I, do I deserve money? Even though I'd had a very successful software career, that that conditioning creeped back in when it came down to people paying for me because that's essentially what I was selling. Um, I was, you're selling the result, but you're really selling yourself as as the product. And you know, so much insecurity around people paying me. Um, so fears, imposter syndrome, and I saw people again with like you know, personal trainers, you have that, that idea in your head of what a personal trainer looks like. And I never looked like that. Like I was never jacked. I was never cut. I mean, I was healthy. I was normal, we'll do normal. This. normal looking. Um, and I would have people like surprised that I was a personal trainer. And I'm like, that's not great for your self-confidence, right? Like mm. you don't, you, you can't tell how healthy someone is by looking at them. Um, but you know, those were some of the things that I kind of, um, came up against what was the second part of the question so how did you move forward from this and and going forward yeah how did you well I I just kind of I went back to what I was comfortable with because doing tech nobody was looking at me nobody cared if I was a fat web designer right (laughs) so it was more like a I was very confident in those skills so for me, pivoting into something where I felt like I was an expert, leaning into the skill set that I knew was indisputable. Mm. So for me, that was, you know, my zone of excellence, we'll say. Mm. And I knew, and I, and I, and I had people saying, Oh my gosh, you've helped me so much. And that kind of reinforces, you know, that pod, that, that, that self esteem where it's like, Oh, I do know what I'm doing. I am good at this. And you know, just people really being thankful and grateful and, and be impressed with what you do is like is a huge ego boost right it is um so kind of like stop trying to force something that was really just not ever going to be my thing um and the other part of that was 
I was going to say, oh, um, what kind of pushed me? And even when doing the things that I like to do, I still have imposter syndrome and I still kind of, you know, undersell myself and, and kind of work. And that's, I think that's more money mindset. But then I would look, and this is maybe terrible, and maybe I shouldn't say this, but I'm going to because I think somebody could probably benefit from it. I would see somebody that I know is not as smart as I am, not as skilled as I am, um, out there doing it and killing it, making a ton of money just because they are not aware they shouldn't be. <laughs> Have you watched Bojack Horseman? No. Oh, okay. There's a character on Bojack Horseman. Um, and uh, what was his name? I think his name is Ted. And um, he is like this happy-go-lucky guy and nothing gets in his way. And, and Bojack is like this totally depressed, manic guy. And Bojack always looks at Ted and be like, why are you so happy? You should be the most miserable person in the world <laughs> right now. He's not. A- yeah, he's not aware that he should be miserable. So like, <laughs> I would see people killing it. And I'm like, I know I'm... I'm I- not to sound, eh. I know I'm smarter than these people. I know I'm more key. I know I can do what they're doing. What, what is the difference between them and me? They're doing it. They're just doing it. That's what I'm not doing. I'm not doing it, right? It's the consistent taking action, doing the right things day in and day out to build it instead of continuing to like shrink down, hide myself, feel bad that I'm, mm-hmm. you know, not where I should be and kind of getting stuck in the, in the, the quicksand of, of mind trash, of, of negative thoughts, and why haven't I done this? And oh, what's wrong with me? I suck, all that stuff. So, 100%. And yeah, I, I just, there's so much there that I can relate to. And I think that so many people out there can, can relate to the imposter syndrome is said to be higher in women than it is in men. And I, I believe so much that's because of how much women are put down and conditioned to, to put to push themselves down and to to make themselves small to allow room for other people in their lives you know mm-hmm. um I, I also grew up in a very religious community and i grew up in a in a you know i, I remember in my first marriage i was i was also married twice um but in my first marriage um I was living far away from my parents, from my mom. And my ex, my ex was like living really close to his parents. And then we both moved away to a town that was like in between his parents and mine. And every weekend he would run to go to see his parents because it was just like all about his family. And I remember I complained to my mom once and I was like, why is it always about his family? And my mom was like, oh, you shouldn't talk like that. It's his family. So apparently, so that was like her way of saying, make yourself small. His family is more important than yours. That's really interesting. Interesting. Um, in my situation, I was not in contact with my family and he was very close with his. So everything, I, I relate with this, everything was about his family and the fact that I was not as comfortable with his family and I didn't want to spend as much time with his family as he did was a huge problem. It he was. couldn't he couldn't wrap his head around why I didn't want to. I mean, I didn't have a family. Why wouldn't I want to be you know, around his family all the time. They're so amazing. And I'm like, I feel like this is something you're never going to understand. So 100%. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. So looking back um, at, at like Lori, when Lori just started off, what is the one piece of advice that you wish you someone had given you at the start of your journey? So I'm going to say you couldn't really tell me anything in the beginning. <laughs> So you could give me advice, but I was not going to listen to it because I was pretty convinced that I already knew how to make it happen. Like I already knew, you know, when I saw people doing like doing stuff, I'm like, well, that's ridiculous. I don't know why they're doing that. That's dumb. Don't do that. Um, great advice from somebody not doing it. Like why would I, why do I think I have any, and I'd like to stand on there, but um, I would say if I was going, if I was going to give advice to myself and listen to it, like that, <laughs> With that little side note there, um, P, 
pick one thing. Like one offer? And just do that. One focus. Focus on one thing. One client, one offer, one business, um, one kind of, one, what's the word I'm looking for? Focus. Niche? Really like niche, yeah. So one niche, one, and then and then pivot as you need to. Mm-hmm. Just keep pivoting. I, I think I also would have invested if I if I could have. Like I, I think I told you this before, but when I first started, it was so obvious to me how to be successful. <laughs> And I'm laughing as I say that. It was so <laughs> obvious to me, you know, you have an offer, you get clients, you just keep doing that till you have a million dollars. What's so hard about this? Um, there's so much that I didn't know that, I, and I would have saved myself so much time, energy, and money if I had invested in a coach or a consultant or even some really high quality group program that gave me a lot more of the foundational business knowledge and marketing and, and all of the stuff that I needed versus I, I think... I didn't understand the value of, one, I couldn't wrap my head around spending that much money on one thing. Like that was a huge investment and maybe I didn't have the confidence of like, I didn't think I needed it, but at the same time, I wasn't sure I wanted to invest. Like I couldn't invest that much, if that Mm -hmm. makes any sense. I didn't have the mindset of if I invest it, I'll get it back in spades. Mm, yeah, I, I get what I you think, mean. Investing there's, in the beginning is hard. It's there's hard. a money mindset there. Like I couldn't picture myself making fifty grand, a hundred grand. So I could, so I couldn't invest to get that back if I couldn't visualize myself making that money, right? Um, but if I could go back in time, say hire a good coach, get a good strategy, learn marketing. Um, this is more than one piece of advice, but learn really good marketing um, concepts, not so much strategies and tactics and go on Instagram and, and comment here and do hash and things like that. Those are tactics mm-hmm. and, and they're not always, um, they don't have, always have longevity, right? You're only going to, it's only going to get you so far, but learn, understand reciprocity, understand how psychology of marketing. 100%. That's important to know. 100%. And I love that you say that about, um, you know, the things that people, like when I started to learn Instagram, for example, everyone is telling you to do something different or the other, you know, there's so many different ways to do the hashtag research. There's so many different ways to engage, you know, they say like um, 15 minutes before you post something, comment on everyone else's uh, things. But then there's a lot of issues with some sort of advice as well, because you get, you do get the engagement, but then you don't get the, you don't, not always do you get the engagement that is authentic. Mm -hmm. You know, you get a tit for tat engagement which helps mm-hmm. you in the algorithm sure it does um but like you said there's no long-term solution there as well which is what we're looking for uh in the businesses and what i'd like to stress about those tactics is that we need to choose what feels aligned and feels right for us because what everyone else is saying we have to do is not always going to work for you you know mm-hmm. you got to find the methods that work for you that feel right because that is a mistake that i've made so many times is just blindly listening so I, I guess I listened to people's advice a lot more than you did in the beginning. <laughs> but, I was I was the other end of the spectrum. You couldn't but, tell me anything. <laughs> no, but it's it's for me. It's kind of like I gotta be more more selective of who I listen to. And this is something I've learned very quickly: is that what other what works for other people is not always going to work for me, especially if it didn't feel right to begin with. Because there's so many things that I did that in my gut didn't feel right, but because um, someone who has a million dollar business said do it this way, I did it that way anyway. But it didn't feel right it didn't work 
work. And now I got to like assess with my next launch, like what feels right for me, what's aligned with me, what are the things I want to do that are going to work and, you know, call the right people to, to me as well. So it's very important to remember to always trust our gut and find what works for us. Mm-hmm. Which I would also, it's, that is definitely, that is like the process that you don't even know you're going through. Yes. Like that is the, like the, the secret, per, like the secret part of owning a business is all the personal development. And I, and I've said this before that if you really want to know what you're made of, start your own business. Yes. Because this has been an immense personal growth, like process for the last five or six years. Um, there are things I've, I've learned that I've grown and now I do. Like if you had told me a year ago, I'd, I'd have two podcasts. And I'd be on video and I'd like, I would be like, Oh my God, what is wrong with you? That is a, no, that's ridiculous. I'm never doing that. And, <laughs> and not only do I have two podcasts, I love podcasting. Like it is the most fun, which makes sense. It does make sense. Um, if you know, whoa, Laurie, but <laughs> in my mind, I'm still kind of very behind the scenes doing the website, doing the tech work. So while I created the podcast for marketing reasons, I was like, I did not really expect to, to love being that, to love that part of it. So you will learn a lot about yourself. 100%, 100%. And you, and again, you don't learn these things if you don't do, if you just don't go out there and do the things, Mm -hmm. you'll learn nothing. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Uh, Don't be afraid to fail. Can I throw that in too? Because you probably will. Something, you're going to fail in some, in some way. And it might be little and it might be big. But failing just gives you information. Celebrate the failures. Mm-hmm. Celebrate mm-hmm. them and learn from them. Um, one of the things that I say in my, um, you know, that I stress in the journal, in my entrepreneurship journal, is that the beginning of the journey is all about learning, learning and aligning. And we need to really assess the lessons that we are getting from each part of the journey. And it can be really uncomfortable. And I think yes. a lot of people in that first year or so, sit, you know, they get into the uncomfortable part and they go, no. Nope. I'm here for the money. I'm not here for the, I'm not, I wasn't here, you know, I wasn't here for the personal growth. I was here for like the, the, the bank account growth. I wasn't here for like to learn all the things about myself I didn't want to know. Well, I mean, I would say, um, I've been listening to Get Rich Lucky Bitch right now. Have you, have you, have you read the book or listened mm-mm, to it? Mm-mm. I'm obsessed with it. Like I'm halfway through the book already. I'm so obsessed with it. But, she basically tells the same story of, you know, the, the mindset shifts we have to go to and how when you, when you reach, like she literally in a chapter I just listened to, she was talking about how when you reach the next level, there's a different level of discomfort you got to get through. And that's mm-hmm. just what it is. And if you want to say that, um, entrepreneurship is hard, sure, it is hard. Life is hard. It's the exact mm-hmm. same thing in life. When we get through the next big thing in life, there's always something else that comes up that's going to make us uncomfortable. It just mm-hmm. depends how much do we want the end goal in your business. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Amazing. Well, Laurie, we are down to the final question. How are you feeling? Good. Very good. Yeah. Great. So my final question to you is when you are 80 years old, looking back <laughs> on your life. With how do you know I'm not already? <laughs> because you told me. <laughs> oh, oh. If I look young though, so. <laughs> totally. But yeah, when you're 80 years old, looking back on your life, surrounded by your piles of money, how would you like to feel and what would you like to be thinking about the life you have lived? I would like to feel like I I, I did good, like I helped others. It's really, I might have a pile of money, but I would like that to be a fraction of what I've 
input I've given back to, you know, my community to help other people to lift themselves up, um, especially women, women in tech, helping others and, and women to want to own their own businesses. One of my, my goals for next year is to start a local nonprofit to help teach girls and women how to create their own web design business, um, own their own, you know, their their destiny here, so to speak, um, have control over their financial situation. So feeling like I've given more than I've gotten is really how I want to feel. Amazing. Well, I think you're on your way to that. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. And yeah, so Laurie, where can my audience find you? You've got two podcasts, was it? I have two podcasts. Yeah, one is called Results Without restriction and it's all about reclaiming the word results and talking about how we're going to make our enrich our lives by what we're adding and not what we're taking away Um, and then I have another podcast that's the profitable health coach which is marketing and sales and technology strategies to help health coaches get up and running and profitable so you got Mm -hmm. you can find me either one of those places love it and thank you so much for joining us on Breakthrough This Today, where we unraveled and got into the entrepreneur's journey. So thanks so much. It was great. Thank you, Hannah. So that was Laurie's story. And again, so much that we can really just chew on and think about for for our own lives. So I hope that you did keep your own situation or story in mind while listening to Laurie's journey. And really, I want to stress how resilient Laurie has been through this whole journey and how open she's been about the mindset issues that come up again and again. So something I really wanted to highlight is, you know, in the beginning of this episode, I mentioned how I've been for all the therapies, I've done all the things and I've really gained some resilience in my life. But the thing is, right, even though I've been like qualified from therapy as my therapist said triggers kept coming up and I had to learn how to deal with them but I did reach a point where I was kind of tired of relying on other people and I wanted to learn how to fix things or just just learn how to process my own mind on my own because I'm that kind of independent-minded person now, a few things work for me in this situ- uh, in these kind of situations, and one of them is definitely talking to people and expressing my um, concerns to people. But some, on the other hand, <laughs> there's like I get really annoyed sometimes when I talk to people about my issues because so I've been trained in the art of listening because uh, I worked for a suicide hotline and they train you on how to actually listen to people and what they are saying instead of inserting yourself in the situation, right? And I find that a lot of the times when I do open up to people who are not trained in the art of listening or not a trained therapist, uh, but even when my therapist, and I'll I'll do a whole episode on therapy, don't worry, but I I find that sometimes people insert themselves and they they think that, okay, she needs me to, to fix the problem for her. And that is like not where I'm at at all. What I usually need when I go to someone with an issue is I need them to listen acknowledge, hear, see, and validate my experience. I do not go to people for a solution because I like to get the solutions on my own. And part of that process is to actually talk to people who have been through similar things as well. Now, here's the thing, right? When we talk to people, they want to give us their way of doing things and their way of pushing through barriers 
uh, and coming out the other end. And this can confuse us at times. So we can get confused to whether our decision is the right one or we need to be listening to what this person is saying. Right? I've been there so many times. Uh, For example, there's a very recent story in my life where my nine to five job is having some difficulties and I had to figure out my plan for the next few months and I I journaled through the shit I figured out my plan I felt very confident in my plan I spoke to my husband and he was very confident in the plan that I developed for us for the next few months and then I went to a friend and I told her about the plan and she kind of poo-pooed my whole idea (laughs) and she was like nope you need to be looking for a job right now that's what you need to do and I'm like no I have this plan if I'm gonna be looking for a job I'm going to be like putting all my dreams on hold just to get stuck on another job and this is the plan that's going to work for me and this is when I'll start looking for another job after reassessing that's the plan I made for myself now if I was less resilient and more you know, influential, her opinion would have very much swayed my decision that I was quite firm in. So that's why I think practicing that resilient and independent mindset is so important for us to be able to put up those barriers and stick to them and really get to a point where you 110% completely trust yourself more than you trust anyone else because damn, we are with ourselves more than we are with anyone else to begin with, right? So on that note, I am offering, ooh, ooh, there it is, the offer. (laughs) I am offering a very unique opportunity to work with me on a one-on-one basis. We have very limited spaces available because I am pretty much a one-man team at the moment uh, and I can only handle a small amount of clients right now, but I would love to work with you. But hang on, I would love to work with you if you are someone who is mindful who is seeking an independent mindset and independent solutions to their problems and who is interested in journaling to help you break through the barriers in your life. So basically, I'm offering you a one-time solution to repetitive problems in your life and it's going to be such a groundbreaking session with myself that I'm so excited to to offer to you right now. So if you feel resonated by this, if you feel like you are stuck in some sort of mind block situation that's, you know, limiting you from reaching your full potential, you know, it, it's it's like I say, I always felt all my life like I was called to something big and something amazing. And I'm always working on the next big thing. Like my friends are always like, Hannah, what the fuck are you doing now? <laughs> you know, it's like, you are always working on something, girl. And if you feel like that's you, like you've got this inner call to be doing something big in your life, but there's just this mindset barriers that just keep triggering you. I will teach you how to deal with those triggers independently. And you know, there's no shits in my method. There's no cookie cutter ways in my method. We design a way uniquely for you. That's why it's one-on-one y'all. That's why I'm doing this special one-on-one office, seriously. So if you do feel called to work with me, then you can message me on Instagram, break through this, send me a DM and we'll start chatting and I'll send you more information. On the next episode, I am actually going to be reading out 
my journal entry, my latest journal entry on a mindset block that I just broke through. So look forward to that next week. I cannot wait. Thanks for listening, everyone. And I hope to see you on the next episode.